Okay, everyone, Don here. Welcome to Friday Night Stripes. Um, today, we're going to do another pregame episode. The season started, so we're going to do uh, short little episodes that maybe uh, you can listen to on your way to a game. Um, get one concept in your head, and hopefully, it, it, if you do this a few times, it'll it'll help get you ready for the game. Um, today, we're going to talk about the goal line, uh, specifically the goal line as it refers to safeties and touchbacks. Um, having taken the uh, the Florida test, um, there were quite a few questions on there regarding the goal line and what happens regarding safeties and touchbacks. So we're going to go all over um, Rule 8-5 today. Um, not terribly long rule. Um, it's got four different articles in it, but, um, they, they all talk about different things. So we'll hit those real quick. Um, first let's talk about responsibility of putting the ball in the end zone. Um, because that's, that is key to whether something is a safety or a touchback. So the responsibility is whoever put the ball in the end zone and there are various ways you can do that. You can do that by, um, passing it into the end zone, kicking it into the end zone, fumbling it into the end zone. Um, uh, you can snap it into the end zone. Uh, you can carry it into, into the end zone. Um, when, as far as it referring to, to a safety or a touchback. Um, but, all those things are the responsibility of the person doing those things, unless there's a new force applied to a grounded backwards pass, kick or fumble. Um, and let's let let's be real clear on that. Grounded's the key word there. Um, if it's if it's not a grounded backwards pass and uh, and it's not a grounded fumble. Then there's no that it's not um, it's not considered a new force. So let's let's take an example. Um, example is a first and ten from the A one. Um, they got really backed up. Quarter, um, I'm not even gonna put it the A one. We're gonna put it the A five. Quarterback takes a snap, pitches it to his running back who is in the end zone, um, and he fumbles it, and it goes out of the back of the end zone. It's a safety. Real simple. A is the one responsible for putting the ball into the end zone. But let's change it up a little. Um, let's say, same scenario, A first and 10 from the A5. Quarterback takes a snap, pitches it, but the defensive end's gotten around. Um, and the, the pitch from the quarterback is a backwards pass to his running back. So he's pitching it from the A3 to the, and his running back's at the A1. But before it gets to that running back, the pitch is deflected by the defensive end, by B99. The ball rolls into the end zone and th over the end line and out of bounds in the end zone. That is also a safety because even though the defensive player touched it, it was a backwards pass in flight. It was not a grounded backwards pass. So therefore... You don't consider that the defensive player added a new force there. So it's it's going to be a safety. Even though the defensive player is the last one who touched it, 
by the rule, it's he's not the one considered to have put it in there. Um, different scenario. Uh, same setup. A first and 10 at the A5. Quarterback takes a snap. Pitches it to his running back who's standing at the A2. The quarterback's at the A4. Running back's at the A2. The running back fumbles the uh, muffs the backwards pass. Um, the ball hits the ground. The defensive lineman, number 99 again, comes in. And this time he tries to scoop up the, the grounded fumble uh, or the grounded backwards pass, actually. He tries to scoop up the grounded backwards pass. He can't. He muffs it. It goes in the end zone over the end line. We now have a touchback because it was a grounded backwards pass. And, and that's, that's the difference here is in the rule book, they're saying, if it's in flight, then it's the responsibility of the offense. It's the responsibility of the team that had the ball. They put it in flight, therefore, it's their responsibility. Once it touches the ground, then it's the responsibility of whoever touched it last. Um, and and that's, that's where we are. So it, it's real important to keep that concept in mind. Whether Was it a, a, a grounded backwards pass or grounded kick or grounded fumble? Or was it uh, in flight? So that's, that's all about the, the responsibility of putting it into the end zone. Um, let's talk about momentum because that kind of fits with responsibility. Um, when there is a momentum exception to 8-5-2, which is the definition of safety is 8-5-2, the exception is if a defense, if a defensive player or R catches an interception or a kick or, or, anything from his five back to the goal line and his momentum carries him into the end zone. Then what we're going to do, if, if the ball ends up being declared dead in the end zone, or it goes out of bounds in the end zone, then the ball is going to belong to the team, to that team who carried the ball into the end zone at the spot that he initially um, caught, or, or recovered the ball. So let's uh, let's use a couple examples here. Um, standard punt, R8 is standing at his uh, four-yard line ball, and, and it, it's, it's over his head. So he's kind of chasing it back. He catches it at the two, runs into the end zone, and is tackled into the end zone. Um, yes, he's responsible for bringing the ball in the end zone, but this is where the momentum exception applies. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring that ball back to where he caught it, which was at the two, and it's going to be his ball there first down. Um, we're not giving him a touchback, um, but we're also not giving him a safety. We're saying, you caught it here, and your momentum carried you back. Therefore, we're going to give you the ball at the place where you caught it. Um, there are a couple of funky things that happen there. The ball has to so so there are many conditions that have to be met in order for momentum exception to apply a they've got to catch the ball between the five and the goal line and the original momentum have to carry them into the end zone and then the ball has to be declared dead in the end zone whether by being downed or whether by them fumbling and and it rolling out of the end zone 
um, the ball's got to be declared in the end zone. So here's another example. Same scenario. A punt went over our eight's head. He's running backwards. He catches the punt at the at the four. His momentum carries him into the end zone. Um, as he's trying to run out, he fumbles the ball. The ball rolls out of the end zone and goes out of bounds at the one. Well, the momentum exception does not apply because the ball was not declared dead in the end zone. The They would get the ball at the one in that case. Um a real funky one would be same scenario. Uh, uh, punts over his head. He catches it at the R4. He runs, his momentum carries him into the end zone. He fumbles it out of bounds. I'm sorry. He fumbles it out of the end zone. Ball's rolling at the one. Another R player comes, tries to pick it up, muffs it. It goes out of the end zone. It goes out of bounds in the end zone. Okay. Momentum exception does not apply because the ball has to remain in the end zone from the original momentum. So the original receiver, R8, carried the ball in the end zone. He fumbled it. It went out of the end zone. A different R player tried to pick it up, uh, muffed it, and it went back into the end zone and um, out of bounds within the end zone. That's then a safety because momentum exception didn't apply. R is responsible for putting it in the in their own end zone. Therefore, it's a safety. Um, just to, there, there can be some real funky ones to where you got to make sure you understand all the different aspects of what what makes the momentum exemption apply. Let's tack on penalty enforcement onto this because there there's a few different funky things when it comes to penalty enforcement. So, um, if a player on offense, and offense is defined as the team with the ball, a player on offense commits any foul for which the penalty is accepted and enforcement is from a spot in the end zone, then it's a safety. So real simple. There, there's lots of examples. You see them on tests all the time. Uh, quarterback goes back to pass, the right tackle, and, and he's in his own end zone. The right tackle grabs, holds, and pulls down the defensive end in the end zone. Quarterback throws the pass. It's complete for 20 yards, I say. You've got a penalty in the end zone. Therefore, it's a safety. Um, momentum exception comes into play a little here. Um, let's go back to the same scenario. Punts over R's head. R catches it at the four. His momentum carries him into the end zone. He tries to run around. Um, as he's trying to run around, his teammate comes and blocks somebody in the back in the end zone. Well, enforcement's going to be from within the end zone because the foul happened within the end zone. So therefore, we have a safety. Even though the momentum exemption applies, the foul doesn't. The foul overrides that because the foul happened in the end zone. However, let's switch it up. Same thing. R catches the ball over his head. He catches the ball at the four. His momentum carries him into the end zone. As he's trying to get out, his teammate blocks somebody in the back at the 10. While the R player is still in the end zone, his teammate blocks somebody in the back at the 10. And then he's downed in the end zone. Well, momentum exception applies because he caught it within between the five and the goal line. His momentum carried him in the end zone. The ball remained in the end zone and was declared dead there. But 
there's a foul, but the foul is out at the 10. We're not going to enforce the foul from the end zone because that's not where the ball would be. The ball would be placed at the four. So we're going to, we're going to enforce that from the four, back it up half the distance to the two. So that's, that's a little bit of change. And, and there were a couple questions on, on Florida's test regarding that sort of thing. So keep that in mind. Um, those essentially anything else is kind of considered a touchback. So uh, if, if, if the team put the ball into their opponent's end zone, the team, team a is responsible for putting the ball into team B's end zone and it goes out of bounds. We have a touchback for team B. Um, if, Team A is responsible for putting the ball into Team B's end zone, and Team B, uh, the ball is declared dead there in Team B's possession. We have a touchback again because it's all about the responsibility of who put it there. Um, real simple examples; these are easy. Uh, a first and ten at the B twenty. Uh, the quarterback throws a pass into the end zone. B two intercepts the ball deep in the end zone and steps out of bounds. We have a touchback because A is responsible for putting the ball there. Um, same scenario, A first and 10 at the, at the B20. A throws a pass into the end zone. B33 jumps up in the air, taps the pass at the, at the B10. The ball then continues in the air to go deep into the end zone to where B-22 catches it uh, deep in the end zone and is tackled there. So B's the last one to touch it, but it was a, it was a pass in flight. So therefore, it's not B's responsibility that the ball was there. It is A's responsibility that the ball is in the end zone. So therefore, again, we have a touchback. Um Different scenario to go back to uh, responsibility and, and, and safeties. Uh, a, a1 is running for a touchdown. He fumbles the ball at the B5. The ball's bounding towards the end zone. It's grounded. It's rolling. B12 comes up to try and pick up the ball and run with it, and he, he muffs it, and he knocks it um, into, the, into his own end zone and out of bounds. That is a grounded fumble. Therefore, B added a new force. Even though the ball was going into the end zone anyway, B added a new force. Therefore, B is responsible for putting into the end zone. It is a safety. Um, those are those are pretty much all uh, a lot of different scenarios. Not all the scenarios are sure. Certainly, many more. Um, but hopefully, the, that'll help. First. Remember whose responsibility it is for putting it into the end zone. If it's something in flight, it's the team in possession that that it's their responsibility. If it's something grounded, the last team to touch it is the one that's responsible for it. Um, and then remember the momentum exception and, and penalty enforcement as well. If you keep those things in mind, I think it'll make it a lot easier when it comes to, to adjudicating all these things. So... Go have a great uh, game, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. 
Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.